Hi, welcome to episode 564 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and I am the most handsome podcaster in America, and the best lover. Trust me, I'm not lying. These are alternate facts you can believe in. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four 564 from April 2009. This Christmas Monster by Mark Millar and Brian Hitch. So on the cover, Reed and Sue are serving a giant turkey to the family. It must be Christmas time! So it's Christmas 2008, which I've been paying attention, and the Fantastic Four comic rarely acknowledges the existence of Christmas. Rats, if I had gotten to this issue a month earlier, I could have done it as the Christmas special. But now it's just another episode of the Fantastic Forecast. A blurb on the cover assures us that this issue is not lame. Oh, I'll be the judge of that. And we do begin with a one-page blog post from Valeria, where she recaps previous issues and mentions that they're going on a trip to Scotland. Gee, I wonder why Mark Millar decided to send the FF to Scotland. But first, we get a flashback to 25 years ago in Iarmialt, Scotland. A yellow VW bug is speeding down the road in the rain. So this would be uh, 1983. And I do remember shitloads of VW Beetles everywhere in 1983. But the lady driving here, she comes to a stop when a bunch of men are standing in the road blocking her, blocking her way. The man in charge says to her, Come on now, Rona. Oh wait, oh wait. I gotta do my flawless Scottish accent. I mean, if you know anything about me, I am a master of accents. I can do any accent in the world. Uh, Scottish. English. Uh, German, um, I can do uh, Japanese, I can do Indian, I can do them all. So anyway, don't be such a silly lassie. You have a job to do, just like we all have. You can't run away from care, girl. Rona gets out of her car and asks the man not to hurt her. He says he's not after her. He says, it's the wee man sleeping in your belly. What? The wee man sleeping in her belly? Did she eat the little person from Jackass? They lead her to another car and they take her away. And back in the present, this guy is standing over a gorge or something, and someone calls out to him and says, Hamish, they're here! Look, it's Reed and Sue! And we see the fantastic car with Reed, Sue, Ben, and Debbie dragging Valeria's special Doctor Who style trailer in the back over that small town in Scotland. Someone yells out, Angus, it's your Uncle Reed and Auntie Susan. So I guess Reed's dad or mom or grandparents were from, were from Scotland now. We've never heard of that before. The fantastic car lands and everyone is impressed by the sweet ride. It's a flying bathtub. How can you not be impressed? So Reed greets his cousin Hamish and everyone says hello. And someone asks how old Valeria is and Valeria replies, I'm two and a half, Aunt Muriel. Lovely to meet you, and thanks for sharing your home with us over Christmas. Ugh, two and a half. Two and a half. I hate this character. Ah, oh, 
Her existence is a miscarriage of justice. Next, Ben introduces his fiancée, Debbie, and we learn that Hamish is a minister because a neighbor asks if he's got a sermon ready for tomorrow, even though the neighbor, oddly, does not recognize the Fantastic Four, which is curious. They lead the FF over to the old church where I guess Hamish and his family live. Reed says to Sue, It's perfect, isn't it? And Sue replies that it's just what they need after all the recent madness. I know how she feels. I need a vacation after reading these stupid Millar issues. So that afternoon, Ben is out with his fiancée, Debbie? I have a hard time remembering. I think it's Debbie. Ben is trying to call Johnny on the phone, on the cell phone. How the hell does Ben dial numbers on a little tiny cell phone with those big giant fingers? Maybe Debbie dialed for him. That's why he's getting married. He needs someone to dial his cell phone for him. Of course, I don't think she's going to be much help when he's looking for friends on Grindr. We learn that Johnny is back in America filming a TV special. You know, considering his new, his newly salacious lifestyle, it's probably the, uh, the TMZ Christmas special. Franklin notices two policemen burying something in the cemetery, and Ben and Debbie check it out. The cop says they're burying a dog. They bury lots of pets in the same cemetery with a bunch of people. You know, I don't see the point in burying your dead pet. You know, I never had a pet that I couldn't fit into the uh, garbage can. The cop mentions that they never really have crime in their town. No violence, no burglaries. Oh, I'm sure now, the, I'm sure now that the FF are in town, there will be crime. One cop says he's never arrested anybody his entire career. Boy, someone is painting a rather rosy view of Scotland, aren't they? In this charming little downtown area, Sue is walking along with Valeria and Hamish's wife. The wife doesn't just have one scoliosis, she has multiple scoliosis, and she says that the town has been good for her, and she's been walking a few miles a day and feels great. The wife goes into some shop to buy, buy some candles, and a young lady comes running up to Sue, saying that they need to talk about the safety of her children. An older man comes along and tells the lady to stop bothering Sue, and tells Sue that she's not a bad girl, just a wee eccentric. So on Christmas Eve, everyone is sitting around the house, Ben is co complaining because he can't get anything on TV. Hamish says that on a good day, they only get BBC. I hope that Ben realizes that in this context, BBC stands for the British Broadcasting Corporation. Someone says they got a message from Johnny, who said he should be there by midnight. Hamish invites Reed to come to church in the morning, even though he says he knows that Reed is not a religious man. Reed says that faith can have certain benefits on occasion, and Hamish replies that, Oh, faith can move mountains, Reed! Oh no, don't tell me. This is one of those man of faith versus man of science stories where the man of faith is the one who's right and the man of science is always wrong. I hate those stories. Hamish goes on to say that their belief in God is what keeps this town special. Next, we see Valeria and Franklin in their bedroom, and Franklin is wondering if Santa Claus can still find them in Scotland. Valeria replies, Santa knows everything! Which, I get the feeling that she knows the truth about Santa Claus and is just humoring Franklin. They hear Santa arrive, and they rush to the living room and see him by the tree. But it's Santa Johnny bringing some presents. And outside, lurking in the shadows, are a group of men, one who asks if the little girl is appropriate, and another guy says, 
She's perfect. Sounds kind of like the conversation that Jared from Subway would have with his friends. So the next morning, Christmas morning, the kids are excited. Franklin and Valeria have gotten flight jackets for Christmas. These flight jackets literally allow them to fly. Once again, more technology that appears once or twice and is forgotten about. If I had a superhero team, I'd give flight jackets to every member so that the Invisible Woman and the Thing and Mr. Fantastic himself could fly. Seems like that would come in handy. The kids are enjoying flying over the scenic coastline of Scotland, or rivers, I don't know where. The family's down on the ground watching, and one of the cousins asks if Johnny is worried about the jackets malfunctioning when the kids are, while the kids are flying around. But Reed doesn't seem worried. You know, it sounds like he's using his kids as guinea pigs to test his flight jackets. Sue yells out to the kids that they have one more hour because they have church at 11.30. You know, Reed is such a humanist type character. I can't, it's hard to imagine him sitting in church and keeping a straight face. And we know that Ben doesn't want to hear any Jesus talk on Christmas. After all, he is a Jew. My favorite panel in this issue is right now as everyone watches Franklin and Valeria fly around in their new jackets. The son of Hamish looks miserable and he says, Thanks for the Nintendo DS, Dad. You know, it is kind of cruel of Reed to give his kids such great presents, while there's other kids in the family who are not so fortunate. As he flies over the town, Franklin says, I can't believe we have to go to stupid church. Who the heck goes to church on Christmas morning? It's totally unfair. I know, right? I will say this, Brian Hitch is drawing the shit out of this little Scottish town. Mark Millar must have gotten him some really good photos to trace. Valeria wants Franklin to race her to a tree off in the distance. But Franklin says they weren't supposed to go that far. Valeria says that nothing will happen to him while she's around. He reminds her that he's supposed to be the older one, and she apologizes for emasculating him. You know, I used to blame Chris Claremont for creating Valeria, but really, it's Mark Millar who's created this Valeria character that I hate so much. You know, I'm not really a church-going kind of guy, but I'm thinking about going just so I can pray that when the Fantastic Four eventually come back, Valeria will no longer exist. Is that too much to ask? Some people go to church and they pray for world peace. Some people go to church to pray for a uh, more uh, deplorable agenda. I just want to erase an annoying fictional character from existence. Is that too much to ask for? So the kids fly through the woods, Valeria makes a reference to the, speeder, to the speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi, but Franklin feels like one of the stormtroopers who runs into the trees. Valeria, of course, can control the jacket better than Franklin can. He loses sight of, her, of his sister, he lands, he looks around, and he can't find her anywhere. He looks kind of scared. Val? He says quietly. But of course, she's been kidnapped by those pedophiles. Well, I hope not. That would be horrible. I hope, she, I hope she's been kidnapped for something more benign, like sacrificing her on an altar and feasting on the blood of her corpse. Is that too much to ask? So that is the end of the uh, of a very odd issue of the Fantastic Four. Actually one of the strangest issues if you ask me. Not much going on this issue. It felt like an excuse to have Brian Hitch draw a bunch of pretty pictures of Scotland if you ask me, which he does. So if you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com 
So long, kids. This podcast is over. Let's go to the river. Let's go to the creek. Let's go down in the water. Cool up this hot week. Let's go down.